Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. And good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. Today I have Jean Adrian with me. And we're going to talk, well, we're going to talk about a bunch of different things that are going on. Obviously, we do a little bit of, of what's going on in the in uh, in the sky or astrology-wise. And uh, we'll talk about some a new author that I'm going to be interviewing. And we'll add in some stuff that Jean has. And we're just going to play today because uh, that's what we like doing best anyway. So, it's summer. <laughs> there you well, go. Well, almost. Yeah. And we're yeah. we're coming up on the solstice, so it's it is almost summer. That's right. <laughs> yep. It's it's a good one. So we finally gotten out of the Mercury retrograde. Yay. And we have a little bit of the shadow left, but we're at a Mercury retrograde and yes, Saturn did go back into Scorpio for like three months. Um Neptune's also retrograde right now, so yeah, again, just be, you know, be aware of your dreams and look for, you know, what's illusion, what's not illusion. Um, I mean, it's, it's just, it's one of those times we just have to start, you know, letting ourselves play a little. Yes, we're going to have Venus go retrograde uh, next month, which is usually a little bit challenging for women. Um, and, you know, it's all about beauty. So it's also, you know, it could create some challenges for weddings that are going to be this summer. Um, it could create a few things. We'll talk about that next month. But um, yeah, so just, just you know, just be aware. It Again, it's just a tool. It's just something to help you um, have a deeper awareness of what's going on around you so that if things are affecting you, there may be some validity in this, but it's... You know, every it's not to be taken as, you know, rule or God. It's just a tool. It's a tool to assist you. So don't let it impact you in a negative way. Just be aware. Like, I think the last vestiges of Saturn going into Scorpio means that we're getting ready for the gift of what we've learned over these, you know, these last three years, which have been kind of challenging, um, so whatever you're still been, whatever you've still been working on, especially around December of last year, this will be an opportunity to sort of really let go of it. So whatever has been really big for you. So I think for me, it's been around health. Um, and Saturn is in my sixth house, I believe right now. So it is all about health. And so I'm, wait a minute. 
Scorpio. Scorpio? No, I don't think Scorpio is in my sixth house. I'm not sure where it is, but I do know that it, for me, it's been all around health. So I've been working on that. And I think that's probably the thing that kind of triggers me. So, um, yeah, anyway, welcome. Well, I've been working on that, but I've been working on relationships and let me just pull my little chart out and see where Scorpio is in my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, my ninth house. Mm. So, um, what is the ninth house? I believe, isn't the ninth house the, it's spirituality, I think. Okay. Um, it's right up at the top of the chart. Because I have Scorpio, my moon is in Scorpio, and it's in my ninth house. And, and you've never, yeah, it's philosophy. So it's it's about spirituality and philosophy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, so just, it's a tool. It's not meant to rule you. It's meant to guide you as all tools are. So just, you know, it's things to be aware of. So if you're feeling a little depressed or you're feeling the energy around you that's a little depressed this summer, you know, it could be Venus. And it often depresses women. So um, just be aware so that it doesn't have to, you know, rule your life. It doesn't have to impact, impact you the same way. So they're just things to be aware of. So you, you, um, you pick two cards, DNA cards. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, a couple of years back, I created this deck of cards. My guides told me that, um, at one point in the evolution of the human species, we had 142 strands of DNA, not just two. And because there is no loss in the divine plan, um, you know, we still have all 144 strands of DNA. They're just in another one of our etheric bodies or another dimensional attribute of ourselves or whatever. But when we gave away our DNA, what we didn't realize was we were giving away our, our gifts, our attributes of Christ consciousness. And so they told me that it was my job, if I chose to accept it, to receive 142 pictures or glyphs that would each hold the energy of one of these latent strands of DNA and the associated attribute of Christ consciousness. So, um, of course, I immediately started arguing with them and said, well, I don't know how to draw. Then they said, well, we'll help you. So, you know, draw I did. And um, How um, ironic. Yeah. Was that really kind of the beginning of you learning how to uh, paint the way you do? Because yeah, yeah. You're pretty amazing. My creativity. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I got so excited when these cards started coming in and that, that I could draw. Right. I mean, it was like, holy moly, I didn't know I could do this, you know. And um, I was bringing them in uh, too fast. I was bringing them in six a day because I didn't want to stop, you know. And um, I made myself sick. Because I was running too much energy through my body. I was starting to have heart palpitations and atrial fib and my blood pressure went through the roof, you know, and um, I I tried to tell my guides that they were going to have to back off because they were killing me. And they said, no, you back off. We didn't ask you to play this like a race. (laughs) It's not a contest. I was like, oh, 
I did that? <laughs> you know, anyway. it is funny how we always do that, though, right? I know. But yeah, you know, and so that really was the beginning of me beginning to play with um, my artistic abilities. Hmm. So the two cards that I pulled, the first one I pulled is called Maturity. And it's a beautiful card. It's almost kind of, it, it's sort of stylized, sort of like the ohm. So it doesn't have the little tail on the back of the three and the little circle with a smiley face underneath it. Um, but it's, it's three separate uh, scrolly lines that almost look like a three. And um, what it says about this is that we now have fully accepted our essence, our mission, and our divinity. And our being is matured now. So um, I'm just going to put the frequency of the uh, DNA strand of maturity out for you, sending it to you, and I'm sending it to all the listeners so that you can activate maturity now. Nice. And the second one almost looks Arabic, um, but this one is called meaning. You're now able to reconnect with your mission and purpose for this incarnation. You have the tools and the clarity to enact your vision. And I'm sending that frequency out onto the airwaves. I'm sending it to you, Lori. Thank you. And to anyone who hears this, activate meaning now. Cool. Yeah. So happy new moon. (laughs) Oh, is it? Tomorrow. Tomorrow already? Yeah. Yeah. Boy. And the new moon is in, <laughs> let's just see, new moon. It's in Gemini. Oh, right. Of course. And it is together with Mars in the sky. And then, of course, later on, this is it this week? <laughs> When's the 21st? Well, technically it's this week if we, if we end our week on a Sunday. Um huh? You know, it's, uh, we're going to have solstice. So we got, you know, we got some nice things happening this week or this, yeah, this week. Gemini is always a playful, um, energy. At least it is for me because I'm an air sign, but (laughs) you know, it's, it's all about communication and yes, there are, it is the sign of the twins, which means there could be some, but I like, I like, um, I like Gemini. It's, it's good for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I tend to find, um, because I'm not an air sign, I tend to find that um, Gemini energy can be waffly, you know, like weeble wobble, and today I'm saying this and tomorrow I'm going to say that. Hmm. And so there's some of that, you know, and you just have to kind of like take it as it flows. But um, one of the, uh, you know, this Mars energy that's been hanging around so strongly um, is why it's so hot right now. Is yes, sorry. Uh, it's why it's so hot right now because oh. Mars heats things up. Yeah, it's it's not all that hot here, so. Uh, well, it is <laughs> in most of the U.S. <laughs> huh. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of anger stuff going on right now, too. You know, that's a lot of Mars energy, too. It can be. Is Mars in retrograde? It's not, though. No, it's direct. It's just, it's in Gemini. Yeah, it's just in Gemini, so. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing a lot of angry communication. It's since since we've gone out of retrograde? Yes. Hmm. Uh, just in the last few days. Hmm. 
Maybe uh, something else is going on with it, too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I can't look it up because my browsers aren't working right now. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know what to say. Um, yeah. Well, Mars definitely does, you know, it can have that kind of energy. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't noticed that so much lately. Yeah. Okay. So what I did want to talk about was, you know, I've done, you know, that I do my support group with Eric Altman and we, we kind of been getting into some interesting stuff. We talked about, um, you know, forgiveness, which I think really is such a huge topic. And then we've talked about, um, you know, if we're actually playing in our authentic selves and that's kind of brought up more information maybe around you know the story of me this thing that we kind of created around you know who we think we are and and then that's gotten me you know thinking a lot about you know kind of the things that we've been doing and then I got this great new book um who I'll be interviewing. His name is Christopher Papadopoulos. And the basically the book is called Peace and then and Where to Find It. <clears throat> and it's it's written or it's published through Namaste Publishing. And of course, Namaste became big because they published Eckhart Tolle's first book. Um, and, you know, they kind of have a great mission statement. And anyway, this, it, this book is really, really simple, but it offers some really brilliant, um, suggestions on how to stay in the here and now. And it's all about body awareness and feeling the energy in the body. And the more that you can just do that, um, and just, you know, every moment of the day, just kind of bring that in that it, it helps you with your addictions. It helps you with your struggle and your suffering. And it just sort of helps you identify. So everything again, and we've talked about, you know, how to, you know, really go into your emotions and, you know, it's, it's, but it's just really, it's a fascinating book and it, it offers some really, um, really cool ideas to just sort of become much, much more aware so that you can be in the now moment where usually what's happening is we're aware, but we also have this mental dialogue going on all the time. And this mental dialogue is this identity that has our perceptions and our reactions. And, you know, basically he kind of identifies the difference between in the here and now, which is just being present and being versus um, where a lot of the times we spend our time where it's more reactive, but also it's interesting because he kind of really identifies that this identity that we have, this story that we have is really perpetuated, not so much like it's just that we're unconscious. It's just that we're not like, so doing everything we do with more consciousness. So that's where, you know, we got into the conscious eating and, you know, all the things that have come up about being more conscious. I mean, this is kind of just kind of us helping us, assisting us to sort of really look into this area. And so I thought we'd play with this a little bit as well. And so I think this is going to be kind of a cool, cool 
um, interview today. Uh, but let's go to our first break. You are listening to News for the Heart. We are getting to the heart of what matters. I have Jean Adrian with me. If you want more information about Jean, you can go to her website, jeanadrian.com, or myself, Lori Houston, at intuitivesoul.com. And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications, as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts, over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685, and I'd be honored to connect with you. Let's get to the heart of what matters. Do you want to become more empowered, connected with your core, guided by your heart and soul's purpose, be more balanced and have more mindfulness? Are you searching for the answers, wanting to understand your relationships better, why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com or call me at my toll-free number 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's News for the Heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. And we're back. This is News for the Heart. I have Jean Adrian with me. Jean's with me twice a month, so actually we won't hear from her for three weeks now, because this is a longer, this month has uh, five Mondays and five Tuesdays. So we will we will hear from her on the 6th, and then of course it will air on the 10th of July. Boy, we'll almost be into all the thick of, of the summer by then, for sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Now your, your big holiday, that's it's your holiday four. weekend. Yeah, well, yeah. Do you want to do a show on the holiday weekend? Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, you know, Lori, <laughs> every day's the same for me. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> They're all wonderful. It's true. You know, and I play, I play every chance I get. There you so, go. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So I guess what I've been sort of looking at is this story. Like it, I've been sort of really being consciously aware now you know I was I was distracting myself with some Netflix for this past week but <laughs> not you <laughs> you know I'd never seen Drop Dead Diva and I don't know what made me <laughs> think of wanting to see it but I started watching and I couldn't stop so 
Yeah, just the concept of her passing and then going into another body and just the interesting things that she... Anyway, it was an interesting show. If you get an opportunity, it's kind of a cute show. Um, But at the same time, integrating this book. So I have noticed that, you know, whenever... Because, you know, I don't eat when I'm hungry. I really eat to distract myself or I eat to... um, to fill something. And so this body awareness stuff is really quite effective. And so part of, I mean, the first thing that they recommend is, is the breathing aspect and following your breathing, but not just following your breathing, like feeling that as you breathe in, the intake of your breath is cooler. And that as you breathe out, it is warmer. So the more you can get into your body, the more you can be aware of what's going on. And if you can feel energy in your body, that's great. Um, But then the next part of that is once you start breathing, you can do that, then relax your muscles. And what I noticed is I keep my jaw tense. And if I keep my jaw tense, my shoulders are tense. So it's just like the three main parts of our bodies that we should you know, connect in with is our jaw, our shoulders, and our solar plexus. Or alternately, opening your heart and opening your heart will do all that. And then there's some really cute quick fixes. And the easiest one is to yawn. And if you yawn like three times, your body automatically relaxes. But I'm a pretty aware person of my body, but I never got, like, basically his whole thought is, is when we're doing, is that when we're in movement, um, most of the time we're unconscious. And most of the time is when we're doing it in movement, we have specific muscles that are contracted just because that's kind of the nature of the body. It's kind of the nature of the body, not. It's the nature of the body because of how our story of me affects it. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like our body only needs certain muscles to move. But when we tense up either our jaw, shoulders or solar plexus or alternately our heart, because that that's all encompassing our heart. um, We're not I mean, we're not in the now moment and we're we're causing more suffering or more stress to our body. So it's just, it's really quite fascinating. Like I find, I found the whole book really, it's very simple. It's, and it's really powerful on some of the things. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm doing my interview live with him next Monday. Um, So it'll, it will be aired on the 19th, no, the 26th. And so I'm just, I just, I'm, I'm really looking forward to talking to him because he feels like he's one of those people, which kind of what Namaste is going for, the publishing houses. He feels like he's, he's in an enlightened state. And I'm curious to find out because he does talk about the dissolute, the dissolve, dissolving of your ego. And so I really want to talk about that with him because, and it may just be his definition of what ego is, um, but you know, because a lot of people that I've worked with, we've kind of come to the understanding that, you know, the ego will stay. The ego stays 
I don't know. Necess- well, yeah, like it's like ignoring a piece that is really who you are. So it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say. Because, I mean, you know, I've always believed that Eric is pretty enlightened. I mean, he he pretty much believes he is conscious and aware like 85 percent of of the time which is which is pretty powerful (laughs) i'd like to be able to say that and he definitely believes in the ego and you know he's made comments where he's he was invited to meet with the dalai lama and stuff and anyway he's he's got some interesting stories about the dalai lama and how that you know how we need i mean our emotions are part of us and Mm. the ego without the ego sounds like we don't necessarily i don't know it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say because i have lots of questions about you know i mean my thought about it is that the ego again is is a is a necessary part of us but that rather than dissolving the ego perhaps what we need to look at doing is finding balance right you know, between the ego and our higher self and our heart. Right. You know, and, I mean, and if we don't it into alignment. If we don't create story around the things that happen, right, that's usually what happens is it mm-hmm. becomes the story of me. And to move into a more, I mean, I just did um, a teleconference with Thomas Campbell, which I love. And mm-hmm. um, we were talking about, consciousness and you know it's we talked about the story of me sort of so to speak I mean it's really just about the big thing that I love about him is that you know when it's ego it's about you or me like it's about me right when it's what we're moving towards when we move towards love it's about other so Mm -hmm. it's about the kindness and sharing of other it's not about me and so this story of me like it's we get so caught up in in our perceptions and our beliefs like it we really it really is kind of it gets really messy yeah you know you said something a few minutes ago that reminded me uh, I was on a um a webinar with Alea Dow um this past Monday and she said something that rang a bell with me. And you mentioned something a moment ago when you were talking about being present in the body that um, I, I feel like I should share this. Yes. Um, so um, she she was talking about sh- neck and shoulder pain. Mm. And that when we um, exhibit neck and shoulder pain, many times it's an indicator to us from our body that we are carrying an old agreement that's not ours and that is perhaps no longer appropriate or probably wouldn't be causing pain if it was appropriate. Um, and so, I, you know, I've been looking at that a lot for the last week to try to identify all the old agreements that... I've made either consciously or sometimes by default. You know, we tend to get into a lot of agreements by default. Um, And since I was speaking, I spoke at the Unity Church here in Blairsville uh, yesterday. And my topic was the four agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz. Right. 
So I've been really focusing on agreements. Right. And that has a lot to do with our story of me. Yeah. You know, it's where what we have agreed to, um, because, you know, once you make that agreement, it's almost kind of like a contract. Yeah. And, um, you know, some of the agreements are really positive, like the universal laws, you know, and Don Miguel's four agreements. Um, but some of the agreements we get involved in that are unconscious um, or that perhaps were made by one of our ancestors or us in another lifetime or us in another dimension that we have gone, okay, well, I'll accept that as an agreement. Um, maybe they're not so healthy. Right. You know? Um, well, definitely. Uh, the, I mean, it, this is the piece where we need to sort of become aware of, but then, then there, the trick is to not allow it in our story, like to not get too mentally caught up in identifying and analyzing and, you know, moving into that, but just to keep bringing yourself back to the present moment and to not let those things that we think are, or don't even, aren't even aware of, but just that the more we keep going into I don't know, the past, the future, like the past and the future is the story of me. Like we're all, we, we seem to get Mm -hmm. over concerned about, you know, what's happened to us and where we're going. Well, you know, and there's, there's a whole, there's a whole paradox around that too, because so many of the spiritual and metaphysical teachers today talk to us about conscious creation and about that we need to envision what we want to create in our life you need to hold the vision and go out into that vision and feel how you feel and you know la 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 (laughs) all of that is not in the present moment none of it is so you get it you get caught up in okay well so how do i um how do i consciously create my reality by holding the vision and feeling the feelings and all of that kind of stuff and stay in the present breath of now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, this is it, right? This is some aspect that we seem to get really, I don't know, attached to like we, yeah. you know, as soon as, as soon as it triggers something, whether it's a memory or it's, you know, as soon as it brings our thoughts into it, like if we have no control, like that's usually what happens with our addictions. We just, we have no control. We do things because I mean, even, you know, even, and, and I do get that this is good, but you know, the brain, the brain training program that we um, are sharing on, um, on the, virtual gastric band i mean right right yes what it wants is for all of these thoughts and beliefs to become unconscious Mm -hmm. which is it is a good thing however we want to be conscious at all times so there's even a dichotomy there of okay is this what i want but i do get that this will be still very helpful but at the same time you know it it's a distraction, right? It's, it's, yeah. these are things like we keep our lives in a state of distraction. Now, whether that's called the ego or just, 
you know, whether the story of me is the ego or however we define this. I mean, I think it has something to do with definition. I think this is where we kind of get caught up. But at the same time, as soon as we try to define things, as soon as we get, you know, all of our mental, you know, analyzing, you know, changing, doing, you know, that becomes the story of me because we become identified with it. So <laughs> it, it, it is a lot of a paradox because we kind of like, we just keep doing this thing. So it's, it's, it is funny in some sense. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to love those dichotomies, don't we? Don't you? yeah but you know it it's interesting because a lot of the pieces that he gives us I mean they're pretty easy I mean you know when you're before you wake up you know as you're waking up as you're going to sleep like just do a full body scan and feel the energy and then allow the energy to move like the more things you can bring yourself your consciousness back into your body the more you're in the now moment and yeah. the less your mind becomes involved. Now, obviously, we're not going to get rid of our brain. We're not going to get rid of the, you know, the natural aspects of this body. But this, I mean, he kind of talks about how everything happens, it, like the struggle, all of the pain and the suffering and the struggle really come from this story and how we identify it and, and therefore how we perceive all the things that happen in our lives. And the perceptions are all about, you know, all the different things that we feel happen to us. And because we think they happen to us, they're part of this story of me, which really interferes with all the relationships we've had and all of our understandings and all of our ability to stay in this now moment. It's kind of fascinating. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just playing with it because I think it's, it's kind of a cool way of looking at, you know, what kind of is going on in the world and how to sort of help us sort of, Step outside of that. Right. So I've been playing with it and having a little bit of fun with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is kind of cool because it is much simpler than we realize. And then there's, you know, there's an exercise on um, loving kindness and how it's a cool exercise. It's like picture... Um, someone in your life that you just have ultimate love for, just unconditional love that makes your heart, you know, swell. And to then think of somebody that's neutral and then think of somebody that um, is probably on the end of the spectrum. And it doesn't have to be someone. It can be something. Um and then play with that energy. Obviously, you spend the least amount of time in what is really negative, but you go from the positive one, the one where it's 100% love or as open as your heart can get, and then you go to the neutral one, and then you feel the difference between the open 100% and the neutral and feel how there might be a slight restriction when you go into the neutral one. And then 
then go back into the 100% one. So completely open up your heart and then feel the difference between the negative one. And then eventually what the idea is, and is to take it. So there, there's two parts to the exercise. The second part is to really, is to look at the body world and universe and to experience those three and how you kind of feel in those three and, and then work it so that the one that is the most positive and then go into the neutral one and then bring, try and open your heart the same way as you can in the, in the positive one as you can the neutral one. And then eventually um, the negative one as well so that you, you know, you can open up and you can, and you can feel your heart, you can feel when your heart sort of starts to restrict, you can feel when the energy isn't as open. And then eventually, you know, even in if you're in the worst, your heart will be open. And as long as your heart's open, your body isn't tight, your shoulders are relaxed, your jaws relaxed, everything's open. And you won't be in as much of a reactive place so that when things you think happen to you or perceive are happening to you, they stop affecting you the way your body reacts when you're in these states. So it's, it is a really great book. If we, um, you know, if you want to interview him on your show, I definitely recommend it. It's, it's just kind of a cool little book to assist you in playing in the now. That's fabulous. And so um, when we're off the air, will you please send me his contact information? I definitely will. <laughs> cool beans. Yeah, I love that exercise. Isn't it great? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go to our last break. You are listening to News for the Heart with Jean Adrian and myself, Lori Houston. If you want more information about Jean, go to her website, jeanadrian.com, myself, intuitivesoul.com, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications, as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And I'd be honored to connect with you. Let's get to the heart of what matters. Do you want to become more empowered, connected with your core, guided by your heart and soul's purpose, be more balanced and have more mindfulness? Are you searching for the answers, wanting to understand your relationships better, why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com or call me at my toll-free number 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. 
and let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's News for the Heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. Welcome back. You are listening to News for the Heart. We've been getting to the heart of what matters. We've been kind of playing around with different thoughts. We've been talking about what's been happening astrology-wise. We are, we've been talking about the new book that I've been looking at. So the story of me, there's a lot more we can go into this, but we just sort of been sort of bringing up some of the concepts and some of the exercises and it's kind of a cool thing. So definitely join me on that interview because that should be, uh, that should be very interesting. So expect that up next week. Um, so if you want more information about Jean, you can go to her website, jeanadrian.com, myself, intuitivesoul.com. All right, so we thought at break we would do a clearing around this new moon because Jean believes it's a really powerful one. I have been trying to get up my information, and I actually believe I actually believe I remember reading that. But right now, for some reason, none of my browsers are working. <laughs> Gee, you'd think that we were still in Mercury, Mercury. retrograde. I know. <laughs> I'm looking to see if I have any uh, any. Um, any viruses or something, but I, you know, all I'm getting is a couple of little things. They should not be affecting, uh, anyway. So we thought we'd do a clearing around that because there is some power in this, uh, new moon. So Jean. Yeah, well, there's power in every new moon. Of course. Um, this particular one feels, uh, feels really big to me. Um, you know, I woke up this morning, uh, just almost in this, like a kid waiting for Christmas tomorrow kind of thing, you know? So I I don't know. And I woke up before 6 a.m. I went to the gym. I was at the gym by 7.15. I mean, that's how fired up I am today. So I don't know what it's all about, but hey, I'm going to take it. (laughs) Um, So yeah, let's take a moment and let's do a clearing. It's just a surrender into... um, Asking spirit to help us to release any and all blocks that are potentially holding us back from locating the doorway to our highest potential, our path of, you know, highest potential of into, you know, all of the love and the prosperity and the success and the perfect health that we desire in our lives. Okay, what it, what I'm reading on it, because I'm using my phone, <laughs> is uh, that it presents opportunities to commit to personal goals that express the positive energies of the sign of the twins. It's a time to improve our communication skills by listening to others, enjoying other points of view, rather than doggedly seeking to find the one elusive answer. It's a good cycle in which to reevaluate our communication and social skills by questioning just how much we actually take in information and communicate in a friendly, non-threatening manner. So it's it's aligned with Mars, offering us the wherewithal to stick with our plans, but we should avoid jumping the gun. Okay. All right. So um, let's see. The, the first card we're going to pull is the red card the source card. Okay. So the source on this is this lifetime. And this is something that happened to us before we were five years old. 
before we really, you know, hardened in on um, understanding the difference between our, the story of me and the story of not me. Okay, so the next card I'm going to pull, the next two cards I'm going to pull, are the orange cards. So these are the setup. What happened to us? And so what it says is we were punished for something we didn't do, and we didn't feel loved. And the third card set is the soul reaction set. Um the yellow cards and the sole reaction on this is that our heart was shut down very early on closing us, you know, closing the door to possibilities and the stuck belief is I have to struggle. Literally it says I have to struggle to earn love. So let's do the clearings. So, so everybody just take a moment and go back and find yourself you know, three or four years old, where you felt like you got punished for something you didn't do and you didn't feel loved, and um, you bought into a belief in struggle. And take a moment now and forgive. Forgive everybody involved. Forgive your parents. Forgive a kindergarten teacher, perhaps. Forgive a playmate. Forgive yourself. And then take your little child, this this little toddler, you know, preschool you, by the hand. And the two of you walk together into St. Germain's beautiful violet flame of transformation. And just allow all the struggle to be burned away. And all the blocks that are keeping you from manifesting your heart's desire and believing you can. And the final card says to let that little child release all of their fear. So something happened early on that set up a bunch of fear for us. And so just let the child throw away the fear. The image that I'm seeing is um, a child blowing its nose in a Kleenex and then throwing the Kleenex away. So just let your child blow out all of its fears and then throw them away. Cool. Okay. And we receive blessings from the angels for having the courage to do this work today. So let's pull three of the angel blessing violet cards. The first one says synchronistic flow and good fortune. The second one says union and the acceptance of love from yourself, from your family, from your partner, and from Mother, Father, God. And the final blessing is renewed faith in yourself. Well, that covers just about every area, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And it's gratitude that owns every clearing. So just take a moment now and give thanks. Give thanks to your angels, teachers, and guides, to Creator God, and to yourself. Now, I remember when talking to you before we started the show that I was going to talk about all of this stuff about peace and the story of me, and you had something that you wanted to bring in because you had an experience that you had, and it was around faith. Yeah. 
So yesterday I taught a workshop after I spoke and the workshop was on manifesting miracles. And so I kind of laid out for the people in the workshop a plan, a program that they could use um, to sort of write down what they wanted to manifest a miracle and, um, and, and just sort of like work around uh, some of the tools that I've used in the past to help manifest that miracle. And then after they'd written all their stuff down, then I did an inner speak clearing, a full-blown clearing um, to release all the blocks that were holding us back. And it went back to a past life that took place in um, like 113 AD, I think, um, in what is now Turkey. And um, so most of the people in the room were men in that lifetime. One person was a woman but only one out of the whole group, which is interesting. Um, and each person had a different sort of um, setup around what happened to them. But what, uh, what I found was that the common uh, result of this lifetime, the trauma in this lifetime, was that the second chakra was severely damaged. It wasn't just blocked. But it was like somebody had taken a chainsaw to it. It was macerated, making it impossible to bring, um, you know, to nurture one's creation to fulfillment. And um, what it said that, that that damage was doing was it was keeping one from being faithful. So we had quite a discussion about what it means to be faithful to yourself into your creations. And um, what I took away from that was that, uh, you know, when we put out a dream to the universe that we desire to manifest in our life, then uh, we're supposed to let it go. We're supposed to give it to the universe with the knowledge and the understanding and the trust and the faith that it's already ours. That that or something better has already happened. But more often than not, what ends up happening is the ego gets involved in it and starts that whole thing about, you know, you don't really deserve that and that could not happen, you know, that whole thing, (laughs) all that mind chatter. And, um, And then we end up negating what we had requested on the universe and we never see it manifest. Right. So... Um, so I thought that was interesting, that choice of words that the, that the inner used, um, about being faithful. You know, all of our religious background talks about being faithful, you know, but we've always taken that to mean something different. Mm-hmm. And maybe the faithfulness is that trusting in ourself. Right. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's an interesting concept. I mean, it, it certainly falls around trust and, you know, whether we feel safe and, you know, all the different things that come around with that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, faith, it's interesting because I had a client come to a conclusion about faith and, you know, he, he lost his mom at a very young age and they have two adopted boys and, and he thinks that all three of them sort of have no faith where his wife, um, he believes has a lot of faith. So it, it's interesting because that concept has come up 
just this week with me. So, um, yeah, I, I'll have to look at it more. I mean, I certainly have been looking at the aspect of trust and how, you know, we, we quite often don't feel safe to trust. So, right. Right. We, you know, we don't feel safe. And if we don't feel safe, then it has to do with our, you know, our gut or our gut brain and, you know, how to sort of open that up where trust has a lot to do with our heart. So it, it's interesting because they're, they're kind of different things, but yet at the same time, they need to be interconnected. There, there has to be a way of um, allowing them all to sort of play in this, in this aspect of ourselves to, to help us, you know, get out of these stories. Mm-hmm. So cool. Very cool. Well, I think that is our show. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of Time gone... flies when you're having fun, doesn't it? Doesn't it? it? <laughs> At least I think it's been about that time. So, um, yeah, I think we could, uh, I mean, if you have any, you know, more comments, I mean, we could, we could kind of close it off with something, um, to sort of play with, but I mean, definitely, you know, some of the things that I talked about with regards to this book, I mean, if you want, you know, practice, practice, you know, becoming more aware of your body. And, you know, if you're, if you're aware of the subtle energies, I've been aware of my subtle energies, I think for a very, very long time, but that's just because I'm very clairsentient. I'm very much a feeling person. So I, you know, that's easy for me, but for some people, it's not so easy. Some people, you know, I can feel my heartbeat when I'm sleeping or, you know, when I'm, relaxed. <laughs> I know, you know, I kind of know what's going on in my body, but it, I, I really like how simple it can be to sort of just get out of your head. Um, yeah. And, and that's what we need to do because it, it, our head kind of dictates and takes over and is in control and we want our hearts to be in control that was one of the things we were going to talk about is the difference between wants and desires, our needs and wants and our desires, which is our dreams. So that I guess it'll be a next show. Okay. (laughs) We got lots going on. We got lots to play with. All right. If you want more information about Jean, go to her website, jeanadrian.com. Myself is intuitivesoul.com. We offer a special for those of you who would like to um, take a half hour with the two of us. We don't offer this except on our radio shows, but neither and neither one of us offer a half hour um, reading or healing with anybody. So we do this just for our listeners. Um, if you want to take advantage of that, you can contact us through our websites. Um, both of us, you know, have a contact information on our website. You can also use my toll free number, which is one eight five five four 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 soul. That's eight five five four 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 seven six eight five. And we've been getting to the heart of what matters. You've been listening to News for the Heart, and we'll be back next week. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next News from the Heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.